So the big question is this, how do investors like us who don't have a PhD in finance earn millions to start investing? How do we grow our bank accounts to build real savings and retirements and yet still have the time to do what we really love? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Awesome. Hey guys, John here. Welcome to the Stock Market Secrets Podcast. Super excited to bring you guys a pretty special episode today uh, as, we, as we go back uh, without uh, the microphone. So I had, this, I had the mic in my bag and uh, I was bopping around, bopping around and the, the clip kind of chipped a little bit. So I'm trying to glue it back together right now. So you're getting uh, the 100% vintage audio today, which is super exciting. Uh, but more so, there's kind of two things I want to talk about today that I think are are really important and they're things like uh, like I love social media right and like Snapchat or Instagram Facebook like whatever they're all they're all great right it's all awesome stuff um, but this is like one of those messages uh, where I just feel like it wouldn't be a place on any of those social media channels um, because when you look at you know what people are doing and the viewership and like just like the people that are there they're so ridiculously different uh, from everything I've seen to podcast listeners right because with podcasts like you're, you're, you're here, like you're showing dedication to your education and putting on consistent uh, growth day over day to succeed, uh, which is just really, really cool. Um, and, and the message is like use of technology and like overuse technology, right? And, I mean, it's, and see, this is like this thing where it's like, oh, don't use your phone so much. And it's like for people that are slowing through Instagram, like, like no one cares, right? Um, but it's interesting because this last week, I uh, like every weekend, right, I'll go home. Um, for she's got snagged this tuition right so i was meditating like last sunday in the morning and usually i'll leave sunday morning right so it's like sunday morning right now um and where i was gonna leave like right after i meditated and laundry be done all the fun stuff so i meditate in the morning and i finished meditating i get on my uh uber and i just I go to school right and what was cool was was like i totally forgot my phone so i put it down before i started meditating and I meditate, and I just forgot it, right? So I didn't have my phone for like the whole last week, which was really, really interesting. Um, and it is like something I think everyone should do. And for me, it kind of sucks not having a phone. For me, at least right now, it means that um, I don't have a brokerage since I'm using like Robinhood right now. And hopefully we'll see, you know, I'm excited to, to kind of step up the game pretty soon here. Whoa, that car is pretty fast. So, um, so I didn't have my phone, so I couldn't put any orders in this week. I couldn't make any trades this week, um, which was like, I don't know. I'm working on like some of the businesses, so I guess it kind of helped me focus a little bit. But I mean, I really like the trade, so it kind of sucked. Um, but hey, the important thing was like, so I didn't have um, the phone, right, all week. And like, it took about two or three days for like everyone I know to freak out and start sending me emails like, are you dead? But then after that, it's like you stop caring, right? And this is something I did a little bit ago. I decided, hey, you know, I'm just not going to use uh, technology for a day. Now, to a certain extent, you know, a vast majority of the work I do is based in technology, right? So I need, you know, computers and I need to talk to people because, like, I got to connect with my team and make sure we're all working on the same project, getting stuff done. And then basically everything we do is based on the Internet, right? So at a certain extent, cutting technology It's just not feasible. But I did it for this one day. And I said, I'm going to have no technology. That was a couple months ago. And so all I do like is read, right? And have fun with family, do cool stuff, um, whatever I really enjoy, which is awesome. Really fun day. After that, it's like this whole new perspective 
on technology because now you have this total tranquility and you're like, wow, you know, maybe I can live without checking my phone every 10 seconds, right? And it's something that is super, super, super powerful in conjunction with like turning off uh, notifications. And I know for a lot of people, that's like a big ass. That's like, dude, what the heck? You know, why would you turn off notifications? But I remember a long time ago, you know, I made it so that when I got a text or, you know, social media, whatever, um, I would no longer get a notification. Wouldn't bing, wouldn't show me anything, just off. And what I started doing was I would check uh, all my stuff like twice a day. So like once in the morning, once at night, then I started checking stuff once a day at night. Then um, I read the four-hour work week and really, really interesting thing there happened where Tim talks about like literally only checking your stuff once a week. And this last week, like I thought the world was going to end, right? Because no one was going to be able to come in contact with me. I mean, I wasn't even be able to take business calls, which was like crazy, right? And then I realized that like, you know, I wasn't able to outbound clients or anything or out or call them or whatever. But like the world didn't end, right? Nothing bad happened. Like all the business kept running. Everything kept functioning um, because, you know, you put in the work so that whatever you do, it can function on autopilot and you don't have to be there 24-7. So I didn't like answer calls or texts or anything from anybody for a whole week to obviously didn't have my phone. And what was really interesting is like the world didn't end. And it's like so crazy to think that, because it's impossible about this. It's like this idea that you check everything like for one hour on Monday and then you just cut it, you cut it all. And obviously we do that is you hire virtual assistants and they go through like email, stuff like that. Um, but like, I like this is something that I really always worked on and it's getting the most out of a day. And really one of the best ways to start doing that is to kind of have like a, a little agenda and look for exactly how many hours from every single day goes to certain activities. And of course, one of those activities is, uh, you know, checking your phone, stuff like that. I mean, nowadays the phones, they just like record how much time you spend on them. Um, so it's all built right in. And so, you know, I didn't have my phone. Obviously, you know, I couldn't remember podcasts, couldn't do social media outreach. And I remembered, right, that like, I do my best work in front of a camera, not really on front of a phone. And so it was really cool because like, I still had all my camera equipment and, and all my production setup stuff for the studio, but I was totally disconnected from like the instant gratification. I was totally disconnected from, you know, like social media. Um, and also just like, you know, most of the people that would otherwise, you know, suck away time. I've got like 15, 20, 30 people trying to call me and text me all the time um, and handle their problems. You know, that totally disappears when I say, oh, sorry, I'm not available. Or, you know, the phone goes to voicemail, goes straight to voicemail because it's dead. And that's a really, really powerful position to be in in the marketplace. And it's really, really interesting because, like, I'm, I'm, it's so cool because, like, I loved it, right? I had way, way, like, hours of work just cut off my plate because I'm not worrying about tech people. And, like, I would meet, I met probably three or four new people uh, this past week, like, for business. And they're like, hey, uh, how can I get in contact with you? 
and I'm like, hey, sorry, you know, I left my phone on the airplane or, or something like that. And, uh, but hey, you know, I've got this book, just let me write your phone number down or, or give me your phone and I'll text myself. Or uh, here, here's a copy of my book. I'll sign my name, write my uh, phone number in it. Just give me a call or, or send me a text or something. Or just take their phone and like put in my number, snap a selfie with them, send it to myself so that I know who they are. Like, and, and then the world didn't end, right? There's not a single person who like didn't give me their phone number that I wouldn't have had originally, right? If I had like my phone and I was able to put it in manually. And now at the end of the week, I'm taking all the work that would have been put in up front and all the bogus and putting it in in a very condensed period of time, right? So you get everything compacted to this one finite period of time at the end of the week to have the maximum impact possible because you're putting in the work so that in the future, right, you don't have to do it. You don't have to deal with it. It's not a problem because you've said, look, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not available until, you know, Sunday morning, Monday morning. Uh, I'm not doing the work. It's not a big deal. If you send me a text, you're going to have to wait a week for a reply. And all of a sudden, what happens is everything just gets so much more streamlined. Because people know that if they want to contact you, they want to connect with you. Like it's going to take it. There's a barrier to get your time is valuable, right? And for so, so many people, their family specifically doesn't value their time. And it sucks. It sucks, sucks, sucks. Um, because everyone obviously wants to have like an instant connection. But like you got stuff to do, right? And so it's really, really interesting because like family is the one place where, you know, people can like seriously, seriously diminish the value of your time. And obviously if you're younger, then it's, it kind of sucks because you just kind of have to do it your parents say and that's where I was for a very 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 long time um but now that like you're out there you're generating your own income and you're like creating your own future all of a sudden you have this control that uh, a lot of people don't leverage and it's this ability to totally cut out distractions of bs from your life and 90 percent of that comes from these uh you know social media or texting or whatever trying to get a hold of uh of you right uh, is take your attention away. And obviously, you know, there's things that you want in your life, right? If you have like education or content or something getting delivered, your email, like that's freaking sweet. But there's like a separation between that and, um, you know, once a week texting someone, hey, awesome week. How you doing? It's been amazing, really cool stuff. And like, you're still fostering that relationship, which is super important, right? You're still building that relationship. Um, but you're wasting like 10 times less time because you're getting it done in a very condensed, finite period of time. And you're not wasting. See, the biggest thing for so many people is it's not like just the time texting or just the time reading or just time responding because what's going to happen when you, when you start to embrace this and, um, you know, take like that one time a day or one time, like even one time a day, right? I had a, a lot of people a long time ago when I was using like Snapchat and stuff like that to, you know, share the stock market and stock picks and uh, stuff like that with my friends from here group. Uh, Cause I thought it was freaking awesome, and I was like, "Dude, you guys got to trade stocks." Um, so I would put like stock, winning stock trades, losing stock trades, like all the stock trades in front of them, like twenty four hours a day, twenty four seven, for like a year. And what impact did that have on people? None, zip. Not a single person I knew, I know, except for maybe like, okay, okay, it's like one or two people, about two percent, I'd say, about two percent of the people that were, you know, looking at that daily, like actually went and started investing in the market. Um, for all the work that went into it, like 2%, I mean, that's, 
that's a harsh, harsh, harsh return, you know, for all the effort that goes into it. And so I realized that, like, you can keep putting in all this work, but you've really got to get in front of the right people that are in the right mindset. And so that's why with the podcast, right, like, like this is so cool. Like, this is the awesome place to be. Um, but at the same time, whew, uh, you've got to focus, right? So you're putting in this condensed period of work instead of always reacting. It's like I was talking about just a minute ago. So it's the idea that there's obviously the time that you spend, you know, actually taking that selfie or whatever, right? But there's also that period of time where you're just like checking your phone, checking your phone, checking your phone, trying to get that dopamine hit off of that new notification that says, oh, you gotta, you gotta, you know, text or snap or whatever, right? I see this so, so much uh, with people around me, right? And they'll just constantly, constantly be looking at their phone over and over and over, just trying to get that little hit of dope from that notification that signifies social value and worth. And it's this fading, 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 fading feeling, but they just keep going back. And I used to be tied on that. I used to be stuck on that, that pattern, that path. And it was terrible. I hated it. Uh, because all of a sudden I realized that like spending hours and hours on a phone, for, like I think it's absolutely insane that time that's just just thrown in the garbage i guarantee you there's never going to be a day when i'm uploading like a full training module onto instagram so why like why would you look like no one's going to do that right people that have like you know ten thousand dollar master classes right they're never going to put their content in full length on these social media platforms right it's it's like one percent of one percent is getting on there and so like why waste most valuable asset, which is time, trying to go through the crap out there, which is what I try to do for so, so, so long. Um, and specifically like getting into building an online business. I realized that like you can leverage the knowledge and the growth and the success of so, so, so many people by consuming their core dedicated content on their dedicated platform. Um, and like, like a membership site or a book or a course or whatever on your left. Thanks guys. And the instant that you do that, all of a sudden you're totally, totally, totally cutting out that crap that just doesn't actually give you any value. doesn't put forth anything. It's terrible. Uh, and with the example of, you know, taking your phone over and over again, like what you're basically doing is just saying, look, for this set period of time, you know, once per week, I'm going to go through all my messages. When I started doing this, when I started doing just for once per day, right? I had people that were texting me and sending me social media stuff, like literally like hours and hours, like every hour of the day. And it was just ridiculous. It was like, dude, I got stuff to do. I can't keep going through all this. But I was. My actions were not in alignment with my desires. And that's how so, so many people are right now is they're caught up in the social media again. They're caught up in the dopamine. They're caught up in the emotion. And because of that, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people just keep going, just keep pushing. And, you know, text after text after text. Because the moment that you're, like, really quick to reply to someone is the moment that you're giving them permission to have total access to your life and your time. And that's just absolutely freaking insane. Like, if I meet someone on the street, I'm not going to give them, like, 10 minutes of my time every single week for the rest of my life. But that's what so many people are doing when they just sit in phone conversation. I sat like sitting, just texting for hours and hours and hours and hours. Such a waste of time. 
totally on constructive growth. I mean, the parallel between that and like in-person reality is unmatched, right? The, the growth, social development, the relationship building, all of that happens. You know, like the 90% of it that matters is all in reality. And yet so many people will waste 50, 60, 70, 80% of their time doing the crap that just does not matter. I think it's insane. When I'm sitting, you know, in, in like some boring classes and like everyone basically knows that this is pretty boring and they're just on their phones, uh, going to social media, like, and look, maybe I'm just an idiot, but I'm the only person that's like reading a book. And like books are absolutely freaking insane. Look, I don't have too much time today to go into why books will literally change your life. But basically you're leveraging somebody's entire life in a freaking like couple of pages. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Everything changes when you start to leverage books. So my question is how much growth, again, doing absolutely nothing versus absorbing like the entire knowledge and power of a book. It's insane. So, so, so different. And yet nobody freaking does it. Everyone's trapped in this self-fulfilling loop of going and going and going. And so here's how I broke out of it, right? So I did what I just said, right? I said, look, I'm not gonna check my messages. At the beginning, it was like once a day at a certain time. And then it turned into once a week after a couple months. And what started to happen is the people that were sending me message after message after message, they were addicted to that response, right? They were addicted to that dope hit of, oh, I got a new message from somebody. So when I stopped replying instantly, delayed gratification is so, so, so much less um, empowering than immediate gratification, right? So they stop texting, they stop, you know, Snapchatting or, or Insta, whatever, uh, social, whatever, right? Um, and the messages stop coming in, the craft stop coming in. And all of a sudden, by acting the way that you want to be treated, you start to train people to treat you the way that you desire, just through your actions, not by your statements. This is a very, very powerful concept. If you reply instantly to every single text you get, people are going to text you more. It's just a matter of fact. But if you wait a week to get back to somebody, they're gonna realize that, hey, I better only contact this guy if it's some important shit. And if it is, you know, I tell people, call me, right? I'll take a call. Cause I know that once you get into that state, you know, it might take me like a minute to write out a little sentence, but it takes me like, what, four seconds to say one. So I know that if I get people to call me, or I, I call people, if I need to talk to people, I call them. Uh, you're gonna get so much done, much, 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 much faster. It's a very, very powerful thing. Cause so many people, are afraid to just freaking pick up the phone and push the call button. It's ridiculous. And so by doing this, you're going to weed out a lot of the really timid friends in your group or, um, you know, connections in your business space, whatever it is, that just aren't willing to pick up the phone and get it done. Um, now, obviously, you know, if you're in the middle of something, that's that. But usually I can pick out like two or three or four minutes to get something done. If, you know, somebody I know and they like have a serious thing to talk about. And what's really interesting is now you have people that connect with you for a very specific purpose. I had this one guy call me. He's the freaking coolest guy ever, right? 
gives me a call. We have a seven minute conversation about how we're gonna launch this new product and it's gonna be the freaking coolest thing ever and just finalizing the details on it. Very, very, very significant collaborative communication. And it's something that like he couldn't have done by himself. I couldn't have done by myself. We needed each other. It probably would have taken about an hour if we tried to go back and forth on email or on Slack or whatever. But with that short little phone call, it's all done. It's all good. That's a really, really powerful, powerful, powerful state to be in. And it's something that so, so many people don't focus on. I hate it because the instant you start to free up extra time, like now you can dedicate that to creating assets in your life that are going to keep paying you over and over and over, no matter how you work. This morning I woke up um, and you know, I was talking to my bud. And he's like, hey, what's this big computer thing do? And I'm like, it makes like 40 bucks a day. It just kind of like sits there and gets plugged into the wall. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's an asset. Something I've had for years. And the way you like get there is by focusing and saying, look, like it wasn't that difficult for me to do that. It took seven or eight months out of my life. And I said, every waking moment I have specifically like, after um, cross country at night, I'm gonna come home and I'm gonna build this asset. It's exactly what I did. Freaking ton of work, but I'll tell you what I didn't do. I wasn't focusing on you know texting people. I was building it. I was putting it together. I wasn't putting my energies and efforts on craft that didn't matter and follow up with non-clients. Focusing 100% on what I needed to get done. Now, this brings up a really interesting point. I'm working on this seminar right now um, about social skills, Malapony, and just tons and tons of information that has radically shifted my life and, and everything I'm doing. And I'm super, super excited. Uh, I'm getting through it right now. And then I'm going to present it. And we're going to have this huge event. It's going to be awesome. And there was this one story where, you know, this, this, uh, it's, it's about ponies, right? So she is twilight. She's got herself, you know, she's in her castle getting stuff done, whatever. And her brother comes home with his wife and their kid. And they're like, hey, we're super freaking tired. You take care of our kid. And she's like, yeah, I'll be the best dad ever, you bet. And so they go through the day and, you know, she's freaking busy, right? So she is going through her work and she's trying to fit in this secondary surprise that just got launched on her from her family. And what's really interesting is, like, basically, she shouldn't, she shouldn't have been doing this, but she would, you know, play with the kid and then go to a, a meeting late and then go and play with the kid and then go to a meeting late. And while they were at the meeting, I mean, the kid would just kind of, like, sit there, right? And it sucked because, obviously, you got a young kid and they really, really wanted to, like, play and have fun and do what they love. And there was this one scene that really, really struck a chord with me. And it was really interesting. So Twilight, she's talking to the, you know, the school teacher. And she's like, hey, we need these books at the library. And she's presenting, you know, all these kids' books. And they're talking and talking about how this is all going to work out and it's going to be awesome. And it'll be the perfect way to start up the new baby library stuff. So they're going through the books, going through the books. 
And while they're speaking to each other, this baby starts crying, right? It's whining. Because um, obviously, like, you know, it's lonely and it's not getting attention. That makes it sad. And so, so what happens? Well, what happens is it's really, really interesting. So the kid starts crying and whining. And then, um, for those of you guys who haven't seen the seminar, just aren't a fan of MLP, like, there's this little dragon guy that falls around Twilight. He's Spike. And so Spike, this little guy, he, he gives her, gives the baby this, uh, you know, this little toy, right? And baby starts to play with the toy. Super happy. Super excited. And, and they're having fun with it. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she goes on. So Twilight goes on with her meeting, right? And they keep going, talking, talking. But then, you know, she drops the toy. She's whining. She's crying. She gets pissed off. And, uh, you know, she, the little baby, she's got wings, right? So she flies up. And she starts, you know, she's got, like, magic, whatever, um, to just draw all over, like, the whiteboard. They were in a classroom and just scribbling out. There was, like, tons and tons and tons of work on the whiteboard. Uh, it was just a lot, a lot, a lot of writing. And so she scribbles all that crap out and just starts drawing pictures of, like, herself with um, her aunt Twilight and, um, and Spike. And so she draws this massive picture of them being together as, like, a happy family and having fun together. Uh, Twilight finishes her conference. She turns around. She sees this crap on the board, and she's like, whoa, right? And instead of acknowledging it for what it was, right, instead of saying, wow, that's really nice, you know, this kid just wants to be with family and have, you know, attention, right? Obviously, we paid attention to. Um, you know, she's like, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm so sorry about this mess, right? And so she instantly erases, like, the entire whiteboard. And, like, oh, my God, this teacher pony, she was so pissed, dude. Because, like, she's, there was so much writing on the whiteboard. It was just ridiculous. There was a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. She erases, like, everything. She's like, I'm so sorry uh, about that. And the kid sees this. And the kid is, like, heartbroken, right? Because she just spent, you know, she put up her effort, her time, her energy. And she made this incredibly nice message. Uh, to her aunt and, you know, Spike. And, and it's like this, this really nice family gesture. And, you know, Twilight just erases the whole thing right in front of her. Just absolutely devastates her because the work she put forth and the family love she desired was just torn away right in front of her eyes. And it was, it was awful. So sad. And then they rush out of there and they leave. And uh, the teacher is kind of pissed because, like, she's got to write everything again with like chalk in her mouth and it kind of sucks it takes forever but i saw that and, and i was thinking you know at the end of the episode obviously they, they reunite and they're super happy together and i'm talking about how they had such a great time together and the, the end of the day obviously they played together and so the baby comes back and hugs her aunt and everyone has a great great time and they're all you know love you whatever right but that was only when there was a very, very, very condensed, dedicated period of compassion and of love between the two. And while, you know, Twilight was out doing her business and her meetings and the craft that had to get done, none of that was happening, right? She was pissed. She was so upset. She was so sad because it was like going 50%. You can't go 50%. That's why it sucks to see so many people that are going 50% of their lives, right? They'll be walking somewhere on their phone, 
texting, calling, checking social media. Like if I'm going somewhere, I'm either speed walking so I can get some strong glutes for track season or like I'm running or taking a bike or something like that. That's going to increase my speed. Um, recently it's been speed walking because you got to beef up. Um, but like, I'm not going half ass. You go hundred percent or obviously if you're walking like with someone and you're talking with people, it's like conversation, then you go hundred percent on that conversation, right? You're not focusing on something else, or putting effort for something else. Like it's a hundred percent focus on that specific event. And yet so many people just go 50%. And this example shows exactly what happens. This kid is whining, crying, destroying things, so upset, so sad, and so lonely when her aunt goes 50%. She's devastated. It's literally almost worse than leaving her alone in a room. It's very, very, very similar. Misbehaving. I mean, terribly upset, crying. And yet, when the aunt, you know, when Twilight goes 100%, she spends time directly dedicated to growing with this kid. All of a sudden, they're having the best time ever. They're having amazing, amazing, amazing memories made together. They're having a great time. Why does that happen? That happens when you go 100%. Never, never, never happens when you go 50%. And you'll see it throughout the episode. All the periods of growth occur when, you know, like anyone, think about anything in your life. Like, when are you going to grow ever? Is it when you're half-assing something or going 100%? Now, you know, a lot of times I'll be doing work on the companies if I'm in like a boring class or something. And when I do that, I have to make a very distinct division between the craft that matters and the craft that doesn't. And it's the same thing with the situation right here, right? Like Twilight, she's focusing on the craft of magic life. And for her, that's getting her work done at certain periods of the day. And as soon as she starts to like divide her focus, it just doesn't work. It doesn't happen anymore. Um, for me right now, like I'm biking, but like I am fully focused on creating this context. I think it's super freaking powerful. And obviously I don't want to get run over because that kind of suck. Um, but like... I'm pretty freaking dedicated. I talk with my hands. I got one hand on the wheel, one hand just screaming at people. Why? Because I'm going 100%. Can't go half-assed. I remember I hate seeing some of my older like content because it's like, I'm going half-assed. Can't go half-assed. Can't do it. It never, 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 never works. I remember I was working at Subway and I was thinking... You know, about like, when, when would I get tips, right? And I was always like, where, I was like trying to get more tips, right? And I would get like zero tips one day and I might get like uh, 10 bucks in tips another day. I mean, people at Subway, obviously not, <laughs> you know, whatever, right? And so I'm trying to figure out like, like, what am I doing that gets me a tip this time? It doesn't get me a tip this other time. What was interesting is like basically every time like we ever got tips ever, it was when I was working with Tina. And it was interesting because like, I didn't see myself acting any differently with or, or without working with, with Tina. And Tina was just a really, really nice, like, 40-year-old lady. And she was awesome. Super cool. Okay. What was the difference? I realized looking back now, like, the difference is Tina went all in. Tina was going hard every single time she came in. Um, it was crazy because I was trying to go hard, trying to go 100% too. 
but I hadn't really mastered that. Uh, I was still trying to develop social skills at the time, right? I didn't have really solid social skills, speaking skills, talking to people, getting in front of people. But Tina, obviously much more life experience, like she had that down, right? And so she was able to go all in and make it happen. And the difference was insane. It was paramount. I would get like no tips myself, but then when I was with Tina, it brought much more social value. On your left, thank you guys. Like 10 times more social value, right? And so because of that, obviously it brought more results into the marketplace and we got a ton of extra, you know, tips, right? Because people are recognizing that like, wow, this is freaking cool. And I started thinking about that and comparing it to, you know, how I was working. And I realized like I was going hard as hard as hard as hard as I could. But I just wasn't at that level where I was able to put in 100%. Just I hadn't developed the skills. And I see a lot of people are at that point where, you know, they're really, really, really trying to like curb technology or cut social media, stuff like that. But they just don't have the skills to do it. And, and that's okay. You know, it's not, it's, it's okay. It comes with time. And so like wherever you are right now, like think like, what would happen if maybe I just spent the next four hours with my phone powered off? All right, what if I spent the next, like I just spent a week without a powered off and I'm super excited to do this again for a month because like there's so much liberty and freedom in your life, it's insane. Now obviously, if you got crap to do, you got crap to do, you know? But like for a long time, if I, if I wasn't able to just go cold turkey, what I would do is really interesting is I would just take it and I would delete like like Facebook or, you know, all the social media apps that were crap. And I would keep like podcasts and email and the stuff that kind of like matter for business. And obviously calling people um, and texting, you know, specific contact, stuff like that. And what was cool was like, I was using my phone for half the time as before. And I was getting twice as much done because look, like the activities that you were trying to do are going to fill like the time spots you give them in your life. And so by narrowing down your options of what you can do with the time you have, ooh, I'm gonna make this light, guys. It's gonna be the freaking coolest thing ever. Woo! Oh, man. All of a sudden, everything is totally, totally, totally different because focusing on what matters and cutting stuff doesn't. And that's literally the key. Like, that's it. Like, you don't get anything else from this. It's 80-20 principle. That's all it is. The instant you can identify that 20% that matters and only focus on it. Like, think about it like this, okay? If I push one button and I get 10 green beans and push another button, I get two green beans. And I'm going crazy one day and all I want are green beans. But I only have like 30 minutes to push buttons. Like, which button? Assuming I can only push one button. You think I'm gonna push? I push the one that gives me two green beans, 10 green beans. So many people won't take that first one or two or three minutes to figure out which button gives them more green beans, which one has a higher reward. And so they'll split their efforts equally and they'll average out six green beans. Instead of taking just that little bit of time at the beginning to figure out a plan of action so they can get that full, full reward if they desire by just putting in that extra effort at the beginning to do it the smart way. That's a really powerful concept 
And that single idea is really the fundamental principle behind building assets, right? It's this idea that you put in just a little bit extra work at the beginning. You know, like right now, and for the past four or five years, and I'm not saying you have to do this. I know a lot of people, they aren't in a position to do this. But I've been going hard pretty much like 16 hours a day, every single day. And because of that, I've had massive, massive results in the marketplace and I've been absolutely crushing it, putting out what I desire into the world. It's been awesome. It's been crazy. Why does that happen? It happens because of a very condensed period of time. Like you look at the total lifespan, right? Like I plan to live to be 150 years old. And so for me, like 10 years, you know, 15 years, like that's 10% of my life, right? And so like, think about what you can do with 10% of your life, right? Like who? If you could put in enough work in that first 10, 15, 20% to, you know, feed you and take care of you and nurture yourself, your family and your kids for generations to come, for that other 80%, like how massive would that be? How significant would that be for everything to finally be free of of that trap where you're going every single day to that you know like my worst 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 fear is having to work for someone for something I'm not passionate about that's terrible I hate it and so that's like one of the things that just pushes me pushes me because I never want to get stuck there and so that's kind of one of the really powerful powerful ideas and concepts I'm putting in the work now so that you reap the rewards later and so that you can go wherever you desire at your will, at your pace to go for those overarching long-term goals because you're able to cut out what doesn't matter from your day and fill it with things that do matter. Think, right? Right? If I'm running out of things to do for a day that are gonna get me closer to my overarching daily goals or my weekly goals, my monthly goals, or my yearly goals, dot, 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 what am I gonna do? I'm gonna get back on track and not spend four or five hours on social media. I remember a very long time ago before I really understood the power of this concept. I would get home from school every day. I was in like middle school. And maybe some of you guys are in a position like this. Like I basically had, you know, no control whatsoever over, over my life. And it was terrible because I just didn't have any concept of where I wanted to be or what to do. And that's where a lot of people are right now. They're trapped in a self-fulfilling loop. And so what I would do is, so I would get home at night, I would do like work and go with friends, stuff like that. But, you know, I, I'd sit there at the end of the night, excuse me, I'd spend like three, four hours just sitting on my phone. And it was terrible. It was awful. Um, because you're not getting your goal. You're not getting anything. It's nothing. It's zip. And yet so many people are doing that spread throughout their day and they're just destroying the time, like I used to be, it was awful, right? Because like, to a certain extent, you learn stuff, but that's it. You know, you're done after a point. 
And then it's just time going by and by and by. The most valuable time you have is the time you control in its entirety. And I was just throwing it away. And that's what so many people do. And it's just awful. So please, 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 please take this message to heart and really figure out what's that time for you that's going useless, that's not bringing you closer to those desires. And how can you move past it? How can you keep growing? And what needs to happen so you can free that time up in your day and focus on that 20% that's going to yield you the results that you desire and totally cut off the other crap. It's awful, it's terrible. And then obviously the next step from this is hiring people. I mean, it's just ridiculous, but like every single person I meet that ever, like if I meet them and they're like, yeah, I'm hiring, I need people. Those are the most productive people. Those are the most worthy people. I know this is kind of loud, but I want you guys to understand this. This is so important, so huge, okay? Why do you think they're trying to hire people? Why am I hiring people, right? To free up time and put it towards the things that I'm best at, I have the biggest impact on, and that matter the most for myself, for my companies, for everything. And as soon as you can focus your time and create it out of thin air, just by cutting crap that does nothing for you, or very little for you, here's one last concept I want you guys to leave with, okay? Remember I left Subway. A lot of people were like, what the heck, dude? Why are you doing that? And I'm like, dude, if I'm trading stocks, I'm making X much per hour, you know, on average, based on what I was doing at the time. Now, obviously now, I've been starting to think a little bit more like lifetime value, but, but just stay with me for this, okay? If I'm making X much per hour with my investments, okay? And at Subway, I can get paid. Um, at the time, I think it was like 0.1X per hour, so... Every hour I spent with my investments was like 10 times, you know, what I was making there, which is minimum wage. Um, and I'm, and, and it got to the point where it was like, dude, what I'm doing right now, like, there's no way I was, like, if I was going to do what I'm doing and create the results I'm creating, I would have to work 30 or 40 hours every single day at Subway to get the same result. Obviously that's freaking impossible, but so many people they have this wage that they, they can create. They have this income they can generate, this value that they bring to the marketplace. And they're making X much per hour. And then they'll spend their time mowing their yard, like clipping their yard trimmings. Um, and they don't like it. Obviously, if you like it, it's a different story, but they hate it. And so they'll spend their time cleaning, you know, doing craft that is worth, you know, about one-tenth of X. So they're doing craft that's one-tenth of X. And... One of the craziest examples of this, this guy, he owns like an entire real estate condominium and he's running the whole thing out, making literally like millions and millions and millions and millions a year, okay? And you see him out in the front cutting the grass. Like, where do you think this guy is going? What's his time value at? His time is worth like 100X and he's doing the jobs that are worth 0.1X. Why? Because so many people are cheap with their money, but lavish with their time and it's insane. So please like realize that like there's crap you're doing. Uh, there's crap I'm doing still. 
any aspect of your life, think about the stuff you're doing. It's just totally, totally worthless compared to your peak ability and figure out if you can make three times, five times, 10 times as much doing what you love versus the crap that just doesn't matter but needs to get done. Figure out a way to hire people. Right now I'm trying to figure out how I can get people to take all my packages from the, the post office to my dorm because like it's like 100 pounds of books coming in all the time. And like, that's a freaking heavy, it's like an hour. I don't want to do that. So what do you do? You have to focus on finding the people that are going to get it done and are like willing to work for, maybe it's a lot to them, but not to you, right? So like, as soon as you can identify what your time's worth, if anything you're doing has a net value of the marketplace less than the value of your time doing what you love at your peak ability, cut it, all right? I've never made a dollar texting any of my friends. Um, like friends, friends, like just for fun, like saying, hey, what's up? Hey, dude. Or just sending Snapchats or social media, stuff like that. It just doesn't matter. Sending streaks on Snapchat has never made me a penny. Never. And so sometimes people, they'll literally be doing things that make them zero X. It makes them no money. And they could be spending their time making X, but it's getting wasted. It's getting thrown away. Terrible. Terrible. So I got to go, guys. But it was a really, really, really powerful message today. I hope you guys take it to heart and uh, start to apply it with what you're doing. There's a lot of really, really good gold in here. So thank you guys so much for listening. Go out there. Have an amazing day. Crush it. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks so much. Bye. Want more stock market secrets? If so, go get your free copy of my best-selling book, 9 to Noon. You can get your free copy plus $11,176 of unannounced bonuses. It took me years to uncover completely for free at 9toNoonSecrets.com. Inside 9 to Noon, you'll find the top 38 secrets you can use to double your portfolio every two years and make upwards of 10% per trade daily.